Telly Hughes in his place. Chris Larson in for Josh DiMaggio. Alex Strofe still running things out at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown off the Capitol Square. And we're joined by Homer. You hear him every day, 2 to 4. On Homer and Tony, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. Homer, before we dive into the world of sports and who knows what else, it's been a very long time since we've gotten an update on you challenging your uh, ticket that you got while driving, uh, which was, I believe, um, you can, I'm sure you'll clear it up because we're very careful about what's on the record, uh, but it was like wandering from your lane. Uh, yeah, you- lane, lane deviation. Uh, still, no one who I've ever mentioned it to has ever heard of of it before um you're and, deviating uh, outside of your lane homer yeah yeah that's not a ticket it's fine you deviate out of your lane someone honks you go back into your lane and we all move on with the rest of the world the <laughs> only time anybody ever gets lane deviation is when it results in an accident or something else and then you give them that ticket and uh no it's it's, it's insane and i uh, my attorney said that uh, it wasn't worth i wanted to go to a jury trial i wanted to be my own um, defense attorney, uh, and uh, I, I mean, I would have won. And, and uh, he said there's a new judge, and they wouldn't even. I still got two points off for some equipment violation. It's it's a joke. Uh, and if he had wanted to give me a ticket, I couldn't have argued. He could have given me a ticket for uh, not using my uh, turn signal to change lane, which would also have been a joke. But I mean, at least. He mentioned that, and then when he gave me the ticket, he said, no, it's lane deviation. And for those who weren't listening, I said, well, can you explain? He goes, uh, any complaint you have, you're going to have to tell that with the judge. I said, I don't have a complaint. I have no idea what I did. Well, again, you'll have to take that up with the judge. And, you're so, not, and you are not going to address this on the record with said judge. You are letting it lie based on the well, advice no, from your said, attorney. He said, yeah, he said, you just you, you can't do it, or it's going to be... You're, going to cost you more money or whatever and i said fine because uh as i've proven and everybody that i've mentioned this to no one's ever heard of it um you know it's a it's a pathetic ticket uh, i'm convinced he thought i was drinking or something because i varied out of my lane and the lady gave me a uh, uh the lady honked her horn so i moved back in the lane and then i drove in my lane uh, i didn't even try to go back into that lane again because i was waiting for the car to come up so i could apologize so he follows me as I stay in the same lane. Clearly, Ikla was driving fine. I have uh, no one. I've never had. This is like a new mail. I have had no one argue and come up with like, well, here's what it was. They, they've never heard of it before. So it cost me 98 bucks. And um, how many points? Two. Okay. Right. I just assumed I was going to pay more money. You Generally, the rule is you pay the amount or a little more, and you don't get points. He acted like you can't even get rid of the points. and so. <laughs> okay. Well, do you think you need a new attorney, or do you feel like it was the no, right no, advice? No, no, no. The okay. attorney's a good guy. So I, I just, you know, I wasn't going to. But, I mean, there, there's no, some things you just know you're right. It's a stupid ticket. And I wish I'd have had the opportunity to, to be uh, Perry Mason once because, uh, there's no way I would have lost. Uh, I feel, like, I feel like that's the underlying sentiment here is you just yeah. want to represent your court, your, yourself in court in anything. Well, well, in a case where you know you're going to win. <laughs> uh, if, he had, if he had said, 
you didn't use your turn signal um, when you when you were in the process of shifting lanes. I don't really have a defense for that other than that. Look, I checked ahead and behind. There were no cars around. I don't know how I missed the car that was in the blind spot. My car's so small as it is, but clearly I did for a second. The person honked. I went back in my lane. You tell me how there's a ticket violation there. No one can. Well, Homer, I think if you're looking at it from the police officer's standpoint, they don't know if you've been drinking. Well, no, but then he watched me drive in the same lane, get back in the lane. He followed me for, I don't know, a third of a mile, and I clearly wasn't deviating then. So I just moved out of my lane a little bit. The person honked and went back in my lane. And a, and, and a drunk person can straighten up for a, a third of a mile, too, right. and, and go straight. Right. Well, then, then he interviews the person. He could have me walk the line, do whatever you want. I've had that done before. I know how that works. Wait, hold on, hold on, done. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you had that done before, were you drunk or were you sober and they thought no, you were this drunk? No, this is a great story. It's on New Year's Eve. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in the car with Dan Blackinger, one of the greatest tennis players ever in the state of Wisconsin. Made it to the third round of Wimbledon and loses to to, uh, Jan Kodish. But anyway, he was, I don't know if he was driving or I was, but the cop stopped and he made us like put one leg up and walk on one leg. So I guess I was driving. And I had recovered from arthritis and I said, officer, I can't do this normally, but I'll give it a shot. I mean, there was something I used to do when my when I when one of my ankles and feet went bad. So he just happened to ask me, "Okay, walk on this line on one foot or whatever like that." But he didn't even give us a, we didn't even get a ticket then. <laughs> he said, you drive, don't let the other guy drive. But it's my brush with greatness with a famous tennis player. But yeah, they, we didn't even get a ticket for that. <laughs> you, wow! <laughs> I will ask you. I will ask. Yeah, gladly say you. You tell me, have someone call in a ticket worse than the one I got. They can't come up with it. 800-990-3776. We want to hear from you a ticket worse that you got than lane deviation, yeah. which was the yeah, ticket bestowed upon Homer. You've got to come up with a violation no one's ever heard of. You ever heard of lane deviation? No. Neither of you have, right? You ever heard of a ticket of lane deviation? There's no way. Not a chance. No, but I also don't get too many tickets, Homer. I, uh, I haven't, I haven't, and I don't like, deviate like, out of my lane you, that often. Yeah, right. Yes, of course. No one ever does. That's right. No, yes. I do all the time, yes. actually. I, I Here's the thing is, I like, if there's nobody around, you should always use your turn signal. But there are some times, Homer, I agree. Everybody does it once in a while where they don't use their turn signal. And everybody does it once in a while where they don't get the full look and ends up having to kind of straighten back out. Um Oh, that's a good one. We'll, we'll we'll ask if anybody out there has a better ticket uh, than Homer's lane deviation yeah, ticket. Than I want got. something, a violation that no one's heard of. Violation nobody has heard of. All right, we'll, yeah. we'll elicit those calls. Uh, Homer, who's got the greatest voice you've ever heard? You mean in terms of radio? Period. Everybody is talking to me about how great Telly Hughes' voice is, and uh, and and I asked. Uh, we were talking about recognizable voices last week, and I I feel like you're somebody, a professional in the business, an Emmy Award uh, winner. I got, I got fired once because the guy didn't like my voice at WIBN Mass. What didn't you like, like about voice. your voice? I don't know. He didn't think it was good enough, wasn't deep enough, or whatever. I was the voice of uh, Wisconsin basketball. Mark Shapiro called me in in the middle of the season and said. You know, you're done. Didn't like my voice. Wow. I know. I mean, so if my you voice could trade your voice, 
you could trade your voice for anybody's voice in history, whose voice would you trade it for? Oh, without a doubt, it would be the guy who taught me radio, uh, Captain Whammo, Jim Chanel. Just spectacular voice, a legend in the Chicago radio. Telly's is good, too, but I, I would go with Captain Whammo. Why? Because he's uh, older? <laughs> no. No, he just uh, he just has <laughs> he just sounds in, better. <laughs> yes, but but you're in his league, like you you guys are in the same neighborhood. Um, so well, it's that's not good like to he know. Trumps you by that much. Gotcha. Well, thank you, Homer. That was that's awfully nice of you. Very complimentary, uh, <laughs> Homer. Uh, while while we have you here, I want to bring in a few people uh, who are going to compete with you on uh, the ticket, uh, the, the wildest ticketer. I forgot exactly how you phrased it. Uh, the ticket that yeah. no one's heard of the most. Um, so we'll right. go with Jeff and Kenosha. Jeff and Kenosha, uh, what is the ticket that you got that nobody has ever heard of before? I uh, received a ticket from a bicycle police officer while riding my bike for not having reflectors. Whoa. It was a 80-something dollar citation. Was it at night, Jeff? I was, yeah, it was at night. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I could see why they would want reflectors on a bike, but I'd never heard of that before. Never knew it was required to have reflectors. Uh it was an eighty dollar ticket, obviously. What a Richard! Not he, could, he couldn't have even just given you a warning and said, "Hey, did you know you needed to have reflectors?" Like he he gave you the full on ticket. Yeah, yeah he actually bad. warned us that we blew the stop sign and then wrote us a ticket for not having reflectors. Go ahead, Homer. Yeah, he was being a jerk. The greatest bike one when I when I went Thank to you, school Jeff in Madison, Lake Lake Shore Drive, a guy got a speeding ticket on his bike. Wow. No. I think you should try to elude the police if you're on a bike and he's trying to write you a ticket. Are you going to stand there and let him give you a ticket? Or are you going to take off? There was a hill there, and I'll I'll bet the biker was doing, uh, I don't know, I mean, 35, 40, yeah. A cop pulled him over, got a speeding ticket on the bike. And I'll bet there are others that that's happened to in Madison. But uh, A friend of mine got a DUI, and he was walking. How could that possibly be? Like, he got out the car, and apparently they, he was like, look, I'm drunk. I'm about to just go ahead and walk home. And he started walking down the street, and the cop came behind him and was like, hey, what are you doing? And he was like, well, I'm walking home. And uh, he said, all right, are you drunk? And he was like, yes. And he started, he oh, said, well, yeah, yeah, that actually happened. Wow. To a friend of mine, not me, a friend of mine. We all have That's those a, friends. That, that that's so that's so weird yes i thought so too 800-990-3776 mitch and menominee falls your ticket that you received that nobody had heard of i uh i got a disorderly conduct with a motor vehicle um i was at a stoplight i accidentally hit the accelerator a little hard as i was turning right and uh squealed the tire a bit and i think what happened was there was a pedestrian that had just crossed the street, and obviously there was a cop right at the stoplight and uh, lit, lit me up right as I uh, right as I turned. Wow! Wow! All right. So, yeah. No. Not now. Yeah, if there was, had been if there had been no pedestrian, then I would have said you trumped me. But I mean, you know, yeah. With a person being around, you can't say it was a tough call. But you you get it. Yeah. Well, and it was it was a three hundred dollar ticket that I got reduced wow. to two hundred dollars with no points. Damn. 
All right. Well, thank you, Mitch yeah, Menominee it, it Falls. Rough. Yeah, three hundred dollar ticket. That's significant. Uh, Thank you for the call. Let's get one more in here for you, uh, Homer. Uh, we know you got to go at some point. Let's go to John in West Bend. John, welcome to Scalzo and Bros with Homer and Telly Hughes. What ticket did you get, uh, Homer? I got a ticket. It was in the process of where I was being piled on, and for your police officers who are listening, they recognize the term. That's when they don't like your attitude. And they just continue to give you ticket upon ticket upon ticket on stop. And the the best one I got standing in roadway because I was standing next to my car. And since my car takes up the first five feet of the road from the curb, I'm next to the car actually standing in the road. And th- thank you, John. Your connection's a little spotty there, so we'll let you go. But Dad, yeah, thank you for the call. Train. That 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 trumps me. I got standing what? Standing in, in the roadway. I, I I never heard of that. You ever heard of that? Nah, I've never never heard of that. Heard of that. <laughs> yeah. I, you wanted somebody to trump you, Homer. He did. He he did. Now, but he he admitted that it was partly the result of an attitude. Like yes. I don't know the different tickets. We could have people. You could get people to call into the tickets that you end up getting because of a bad attitude. But still. Um, that is one I've never heard of. Yes. Homer, what's the biggest Packers story you're following in training camp? It's all about the, it's all about the, uh, the young wide receivers. I mean, the problem, you guys, I agree that Rogers should play. There's a fundamental problem with preseason that might prevent him from playing. And that is you're playing backups from the other team. Nobody plays. So what's the real benefit? You, 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 it's tough to really gain anything when it's just basically it's a JV game. So I don't know how, even if you want to have them work together, if they're going against JVs, what's the real point? So you know, the, the whole they should just not they should they should just shouldn't, shouldn't play any games. They should just have a couple scrimmages and do that, and, and leave it at that. There's it's it's uh, so that that creates the problem where why would you risk an injury when you're just you know you ever going to take a player and you know put them in the JV game? If the if the if the regular game at any level, I, no, you just don't play. So the 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 players participating, everybody sits out. So how do you answer that? Why play Rodgers and the young receivers when they're not really getting any practice because they're not even going against the starters on the other team? But even on top of that, Homer, you have multiple dual practices. I don't know if that's going to be the case for the Packers this year, and if so, which team it would be. But that is about as live of a scrimmage. Those scrimmages yeah. are actually better than the preseason games. Yeah. And oh, so do you go uh, uh, that extra step and say, Aaron, you're not going to play in these as well? I think they're playing in those. So, But but you're right. Those things, that, That's why I say just – there's no point to even have the games at all. Just uh, have the scrimmages or however you want to do that. Because I, I would guess that he's going to play in some of that. But don't they, on some of those, do they also do they wear the red uh, jersey where you can't hit the quarterback? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. I, I believe oh, yeah. they do. Yep. So. Yep. Well, now but everybody gonna, else is live. And they're going to be wearing the whole big caps now, I yeah. think, right? you still got another week and a half or so of the, uh, the goofy helmet uh, caps um, that some of the guys have to play with. Homer, we appreciate the uh, appreciate the time as always. Uh, I, I it's not the resolution I wanted to hear on the ticket story. Uh, at one point, Telly, we told 
Homer, if you were to appear in court, we would be there in support. We would all get dressed up very nicely, <laughs> go to the court and support him. Um, I don't love the fact that it's not on the record, your argument, but uh, you know, I think we found at least somebody that trumped your ticket. So maybe that feels you makes you feel a little better. Uh, little is the proper word. Um, you know, every time this is brought up, it makes me even more irritated because it proves that. I mean, I, I think it goes down as one of the worst tickets ever in the history of tickets. <laughs> that is on the record. There it is. Thank you, Homer. There it is. There it is. Hopefully it'll happen to somebody else and I can represent them. Ooh, I like that. Although I don't know if you're allowed to represent somebody else in the court of law if you're not a lawyer. But maybe you can. I guess why not? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into that. I'll ask my attorney about that. <laughs> See if he can find me another case. <laughs> Thank you, Homer. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I feel like we have to find a way to make a segment on the show where Homer is just lawyering. Um, like we, we could have a full on, uh, you know, mock court. You know what they say: a, uh, a lawyer that represents himself as a fool for a client. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Real t- I still want to hear ticket stories because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have some really good ticket yeah. stories. Uh, so give us a call, 800-990-3776. If you're on the line, stay right there. If you're not, give us a shout. We'll keep talking Packers Plus. we got one or zero coming up next. Galzo and Bras presented by Bud Light.